Welcome to another episode of Peacemaker Ministries devotional podcast. Let's explore God's Word together. Hi friends, Amy Charbonneau, Northwest Regional Director with Peacemaker Ministries. And today we're going to look in John chapter 13. So let's pray. Lord, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for those listening, that we can be together in this way. We thank you for the invention of technology and the many ways that it can be used for good. I pray that you would open our hearts to hear from you, God, that your word would be etched on our spirit, and that we would live it according to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, John chapter 13, and I'm just going to read for a little bit, and then we'll, we'll talk about a few things. Um, so this is during the Feast of Passover. So when Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart out of this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. During supper, when the devil had already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and, taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, The one who is bathed does not need to wash except for his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not every one of you. For he knew who was to betray him. That was why he said, Not all of you are clean. When he had washed their feet and put on his outer garments and resumed his place, he said to them, do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I am not speaking of all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but the scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I am telling you this now before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me, receives the one who sent me. Uh, so this, this, I love this idea of this last supper. There's a lot of things going on in this meal. They're having this Passover meal, which is a huge part of Jewish tradition. And there are several incredible aspects to this meal. Um, I would encourage you to find a local Messianic rabbi that, that teaches Passover and, and learn about that. There are several great 
great, beautiful things there. Um, but there's a dynamic in the relationships during this meal that we can glean from because most of the people at the table were following Jesus wholeheartedly. They had given up everything to come to him. But one, Judas, would betray him. And so Jesus even washes Judas's feet. And as a leader, I think this is so important, you know, to understand and how we are in our relationships that we are to serve even the one who would betray us. Now, if you're like me, you're probably thinking of times when you've felt betrayed by people and thinking, how, how could you ask me to do that? <laughs> and I'm just saying, take it up with Jesus <laughs> um, because I know that it's difficult and all, there are countless situations and scenarios from which this could look like. Um, but ultimately, you and Jesus come together and you reconcile this forgiveness toward the other person with him. That no matter what they do, and like Judas, they may not change. They may go ahead and betray you or continue betraying you. But you and your heart are right with Jesus, doing and modeling how he lived. And this is about, you know, you, that you will walk in peace. And when you do this, you're receiving Jesus. And so he says, when you receive me, you receive the one who sent me. You receive God. Um, the other relationship I want to point out is Peter. I love Peter. He's just a wild guy. And he's like, no, Lord, you can't wash my feet. And then when Jesus says to him in verse um, 8, if I do not wash, you have no share with me, then he's like, well, wash every part of me. <laughs> it's like one extreme to the other with Peter. And um, I have relationships in my life that are that way. They seem to be one extreme to the other. And sometimes I get a little frustrated. Can we just find some common ground? Um, and so how Jesus chooses to wash his feet and speak gently to him and help him come to this understanding that what he's doing is modeling how he's expecting these guys to go out and now spread the gospel so that it reaches clear here. We're in Washington in the United States where this is, is being uh, recorded. And so the gospel message has reached every continent of the world because of these 11 men who were commissioned and sent out by Jesus, plus Matthew, who comes later. Um, so anyway, I want to encourage you today that when you think about the dynamics of your relationships and the ones that are challenging, to take it to the Lord and say, Lord, how can I wash their feet? How can I serve them? What would it look like for you to lay something aside. Uh, maybe it's expectations. Maybe it's preconceived ideas. Maybe it's prejudice, your part or their part. If you lay all those things aside, these are earthly um, constitutions, right? Earthly, these are earthly institutions and earthly mindsets. And we lay them aside to say, I will sit at your feet and I will wash your feet. And, and I think of the spiritual armor right now that it says the shoes are peace, right? That we are to walk in this peace. So to clean the feet is to clean off the gunk, and then they are prepared to walk in peace. So when we wash another another's feet, 
we come to them and we say, I recognize you're not perfect. There's some stuff that might need to be cleaned away. But Jesus can do that. And we have an opportunity to model the gospel in our words and in our actions. And we can walk alongside them and encourage them to go forth with renewed strength and hope. So, Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for this story in John 13. I thank you that Jesus showed us what it looks like to be a servant leader, that we can lead in our families, our workplaces, our friendships, and our churches just like him. We can come up to one another by your strength. We can bring the gospel into our relationships and be cleaned and refreshed and sent out by you. And I pray that you would help us have eyes to see how to do this today. And that for each of us, Lord, that you show us one person in our life that we can serve better. And then I ask that your spirit would uh, coach us how to do that. Lord, and I just thank you for the one listening. And I pray that you would infuse their heart with an extra measure of your love, your grace, and your mercy. And that they would know your presence about them today. In Jesus' name, amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you as you go and make peace. For peacemaking resources, to bring us to your community, or to donate, go to www.peacemaker.training. God bless, and go make peace.